0: Eric France and Aj Salveson, again here on the Full Court Press, and the uh, Utah State Hall of Fame banquet coming up later this weekend. A lot of great names, a lot of athletes who did some amazing things at Utah State, and we get to talk to one of them right now here on the Full Court Press. Ty Wesley had a tremendous career at Utah State, helped the Aggies win a ton of oh, games. Oh, dude, legitimate! Great, great era of Utah State basketball that he was a part of. Ty, thanks for spending some time with us. today. Hi, Ty.
1: Hi, how we doing, guys? Thanks for having me. We're good. Ty, what does this mean? Look, I think it was fully expected you were going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. But when you got that phone call, can you just tell us what the emotions and the feelings that came through you about it?
2: Yeah, man, it was a surreal phone call that I got. I thought it was a prank call, to be honest, to start. And then, <laughs> um, you know, as, as, as it continued to go on, I was my jaw hit the floor. I got the chills. It was something that was, that was just unreal. To, to to hear that so yeah very very honored and grateful
0: so i mean you're in some pretty good company too uh some of the other guys that are there uh, that are participating in this uh induction ceremony certainly uh, when we look at in, in basketball specifically jc is going to be inducted with you as well i mean that 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 was a really incredible period of time when you guys were playing the the spectrum became magical uh known around the country for its impact and just how good of a program that you were a part of what were what was that experience like for you as a player being a part of a program that had such success at Utah State
2: yeah it's not honestly when you're going through it it's not something that you think about it's not something that you're uh, you know you really talk about you kind of just kind of just becomes a norm you know we when we played at home we expected the crowd to sell out. We expected it to be crazy, and we expected to win, and that's kind of what our expectations were going into it. Um, but then, then you take a step back and you look at it, and, and you know, there's there's definitely some things that that we as a as a team um, and coaching staff were, were very proud of, it, and we could be very proud of.
1: Uh, Ty, what when you when you think about your Aggie career? What is it that most stands out to you? Was it the guys you played with? Was it the, uh, you know, the postseason tournament games? Was it, the? I mean, the, your relationship with the coaches? What was it about it?
2: Definitely, so the wins and losses are, are just something that are great. You know, 68-1 at home was in my career. But the the biggest thing that I took away from that were the relationships I made. I mean, I going through the trenches with those guys, my teammates, um, you know, you really have this bond that you become brothers. And so... Those, and those are things that are, are still intact today, a, a relationship with coaches and, and even fans. You know, Wild, Wild Bill was one of my best friends and still is one of my best friends today. Mm-hmm. So those are things I take away that I cherish the most. Uh, the championships were great. The wins were great. The fans were unbelievable. The moments were awesome. But, but things that last are those, are those relationships.
0: Uh, we're we're going to get a chance to speak with your head coach here uh, this week. And uh, it was Stu Morrill. What was it like playing under him? And uh, what kind of, you know, how did he help you as a player and, and as a person?
2: Uh, coach Morrill was the best thing for me. Um, maybe not everybody, but for me, he was the best coach that I could have ever asked for. And I and he was a father figure for me, especially in a time when I was, you know, I, I have a father and he's an amazing man. But you know, he was he was in Hawaii and and. And I was in Logan, Utah. So um, Coach Morrow would set me straight quite a bit, um, you know, lay down some ground rules. Uh, he was really that yes-sir-no-sir no sir kind of guy, didn't take any any crap, and uh, and it was exactly what I needed. And, and he was able to put me in a position to succeed, um, teach me these life lessons on the court that would translate off the court, um, hard work, dedication, teamwork, um, sacrifice, and, and, and I'm at forever grateful for
1: that man. Speaking of being grateful, the Spectrum was at its peak during your time at Utah State University, uh, with the herd and the Spectrum just being sold out, standing room only every single night. I was just looking at the bio here from your guys. 08 9 season. You guys went 17 and 0 and oh at home. You didn't lose a game inside the Spectrum, Ty. Like, how incredible is that?
2: Yeah, I mean, it was it was magical. They say Spectrum magic, and it's real. I mean I went I went undefeated three of my four years at home.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: You know, so it was like I said, it was it never felt like it felt like we could never lose at home. We were always going to win. We we're gonna find a way and get it done. And and more often than not that was the case. So it was yeah, it was just such a cool time. I, I say it was the perfect storm because really we had a a team that embraced the community and a community that embraced the team. We really were uh Part of that community and embraced by them and the students. We had Wild Bill who was taking his shirt off. We had Matt Sonnenberg who was who was riding up the refraction. That was they were doing their dirt digging, <laughs> digging up dirt on the other team. I mean, it was, just really came together and was something special.
1: Ty, did you ever get distracted by Wild Bill? I mean, you're sitting on the free throw block waiting to box out and coach is screaming at you to box out, and then you look to your right, and there's Wild Bill shirtless doing something or crazy. some weird costume. Yeah, did
2: you ever get distracted by it? Every time. What do you mean? Wild Bill <laughs> is one of my best friends, uh, and he would talk to me during the game. He'd say, hey, where are we going after the game? i was oh, I don't know, let's <laughs> go get some ice cream or some food, or let's go to Angie's after the game It's typically where we went. Or he'd say, He'd say, hey, Ty, what's up with this guy you're guarding? Or You know, we'd have a full <laughs> conversation at the, at the foul line. Um, so, yeah, he, he distracts me all the time. Still does.
0: <laughs> Here we're talking to Ty Wesley. He will be inducted into the Utah State Hall of Fame coming up this weekend. Uh, certainly one of the greats at Utah State basketball. Uh, multiple times recognized uh, in the WAC. You were the WAC Player of the Year. Um, that... That was an interesting time as Utah State had transitioned out of the Big West and into the WAC, where it was a more competitive basketball league, Um, but Utah State really didn't skip a beat with with the basketball program. What was it like competing against some of those teams in the WAC during that time for you?
2: So my redshirt year, I was in the Big West. So I, I was a freshman. It was Jason's freshman year, Spencer Nelson's senior year. I redshirted. So I remember the Big West days, and I remember how tough the Big West was. There was a lot of... California teams. We played at the Anaheim Convention Center for the Big West Tournament, and I remember Coach Moral preparing us. Hey, I remember him saying, "Hey, the WAC's another another level, another step up, and and if you're not ready, we're going to get ran over." So I remember him him preparing us for that. But but I always knew that we we would be fine because we had a great coach and a great system, and we had great players. You know, I have so many teammates that were just amazing. Amazing basketball players, but amazing human beings, amazing high character um, individuals, which really um, stood out to me at my time at Utah State.
1: You were one of the very few teams to beat BYU. In fact, you did it at home. Uh, help me here, though, and correct me if I'm wrong. Did you guys beat BYU at BYU during your time as well? I didn't. We did
2: not. So we went down there my senior year, and I got. Got kind of a bad deal on a on a on a call at the That's end of the right. game, which took me out of the game. We were uh, we were we were in a tight ball game with them, but we we didn't get over the hump. Um, and I got a, got kicked out of the game a little earlier than I'd like like to have.
0: How tough was that for you to choose Utah State over BYU? Your older brother played there. I know you were recruited by the Cougars as well. What was that process like for you on settling on coming to Logan?
2: Well, they made the decision for me. If we're being honest. So BYU offered me a scholarship, I accepted it verbally, verbally committed to BYU, and then they pulled out the scholarship and, and said they, that it wouldn't be there until after my mission, which I thought was a dirty play, so then I uncommitted to BYU and and um, shopped around, and Utah State, Coach Morrill came in and was very honest, and, and, uh, and, then, and then I ended up at Utah State.
1: Can I ask what that conversation was like with Coach Morrill that brought you to Utah State? Yeah, you know,
2: I, it was just real. He said, "We'd love to have you. You, uh, you know, we we offered you a scholarship when you you committed to BYU, and you turned us down. That didn't turn us away from you. We still want you to come play for us." Um, and I just liked how real he was with me. He was honest and real, and, and that really won me over.
0: Ty, when you were done and completed your time at Utah State, you had a pretty lengthy career professionally overseas and it took you to some pretty interesting places uh kind of for those who may have missed what you've done professionally uh, on the court uh kind of run that through some of the places where you've been seems like a lot of it kind of in the uh asia south pacific kind of areas but where have you been
2: yeah so i played for two years in holland one year in france three years in new zealand and three years in australia
0: Wow. Goodness. That's nuts. But in that process, you've been a part of some teams which have uh, participated and played in some preseason games with NBA teams and uh, I know you've been a part of that. What was that experience like for you uh, being able to to play on an NBA court and be involved in some of those those matchups?
2: Yeah, that was an unreal experience. It was so just to just to be able to play on you know U.S. soil, professional basketball was something special. My 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 friends and my family could come watch me play, uh, and you know playing in the NBA is a dream. So it was so special to do that. Uh, my team from Australia, we came out here to Oklahoma. We played the Thunder when they had Westbrook, Carmelo, and Paul George, Stephen Adams, and uh, we lost by one point on, on a buzzer beater which was heartbreaking, but also we felt um, pretty good about that effort. And then the next year, my team in New Zealand got to play against the Phoenix Suns when they had DeAndre Ayton and Ben Booker, and we lost by five to them, which was a pretty good effort as well. Uh,
1: You've had a lot of memorable wins uh, at at Utah State. Which one stand out to you the most?
2: Um, Probably the biggest – the one that stands out to me the most was – more year, actually, we were we were in Nevada for the WAC tournament, playing against Nevada on their home court in the championship game, and it was it was a tall task. You know, it was something like Nevada was a tough team that year, and and to get them on their home court to win the WAC championship was something that I'll always remember. It was very special. Um, my senior year, we played against St. Mary's at St. Mary's. It was a bracket buster game. I think they were 17th in the nation. We were. 20th or something, and we went in, beat them on their home court. That was really special as well.
0: Again, we're talking to Ty Wesley, a great Aggie basketball player inducted into the Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame coming up this weekend. What does that mean to you to be now a member of the Hall of Fame at Utah State? There's not a lot of players or former coaches who are part of that group. It's a pretty select group, and you're among them. Is that sunk in for you, or is that like, well, yeah, absolutely, I belong there?
2: No, it hasn't sunk in. It's something. It's everything. You know, you don't sit out for it, but it's man. It's not. It's not something that I ever imagined. You know, I was a chubby kid from Provo High School to come. You know, play for for a coach who 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 helped me win a ton of games to help us led us to to win. You know, four WAC championships in a row, and um, yeah, you know, it's 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 crazy. My mind is still. It's hard to wrap around it, but I, I'm so honored. It's such a high praise. I hold it in such high regard. And look, at the, just look at the class I'm going in with. I got J.C. Carroll, Bobby Wagner, Robert Turbin. These guys are elite of the elite for Utah State.
1: Time i going to put you on the spot. If there's someone that you played with at Utah State on the basketball team that deserves a Hall of Fame induction, who is that person?
0: Gary Wilkinson. That's easy. Why would you select him? Did you ask somebody that's not in there that deserved yeah, to be there? correct. Right yep, 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 yep. That's
2: correct. Yeah. So the reason I say Gary Wilkinson, he was a WAC Player of the Year. He was a All American, he, and um, he's one of my best friends. And so that, so maybe I'm a little biased, but the guy's done everything I've done, and more, and he did it in two years, and it took me four years to do it. You know, he's he was All American. He was Player WAC Player of the Year, WAC MVP. Tournament MVP, excuse me. And so it, without a doubt in my mind, that's an easy question for me to answer.
1: Tim, looking at some of the, we have these posters of uh, of all the schedules back in the day, what the uh, rosters would look like. And you play with some pretty darn good basketball teams. Can I just ask, like, in practices, was there any trash talk or did you guys just shut up and play?
2: <laughs> there was always trash talk. You got to tell me stories. <laughs> I
1: need stories, please. I'm begging you.
0: Okay, Who's the biggest go. talker?
2: Me. <laughs> awesome. me? I
0: love that.
2: So my, the best was my freshman year. So I was this punk high school kid, and Spencer Nelson was the man. He was a senior, had been there, and he was the man. He was he was awesome, awesome human being, awesome to play with. But I would always be the scout squad team. So we'd go out there and run the plays from the other team, and I would talk so much trash. I'd, I'd, I'd shoot the ball, even though – I'd probably miss. I'd still talk trash and say I hit it in the face. <laughs> I remember they were playing Arizona in the NCAA tournament, so I got to be Channing Fry, and I was. <laughs> I got to wear the red jersey and just jack threes. It was. The, it was the highlight of my <laughs> career.
1: Did you ever, uh, get any? Uh, or did you ever get underneath anybody's skin?
2: Oh, I got under JC's skin every day. No kidding. Um, I would. Yeah, oh yeah, I would do the dumbest stuff to JC, I, and I don't know why because I think I was jealous or f- for whatever reason. But I would—he cut his hair really short once, like buzzed it, and I said, "Man, you look like Jonathan Tabanari." like, <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God.
0: laughs> <laughs> he, he was so mad about that. <laughs> uh, you, so you could definitely dish it out. Was anybody you, like send it back in return? Yeah, yeah who else was? Uh... Oh, Challenger. well, nobody would get, I mean, me and Brady
2: had some really, really good battles, me and Brady Jardine. you know, he's, Brady's so tough to guard because he'll just jump over you, grab it, and dunk it, you know, so he was he was a tough matchup, I don't know, we had battles, I know who's the biggest prick was uh, Morgan Grimm, he was always trying to <laughs> fight people and get under <laughs> our skin.
1: Oh, this is so worth it oh, to have this story. I oh, know. my gosh. That's I has been made great. my day. When I, when I interviewed Spencer, Ty, I think what we did like a year ago during Hall of Fame, same week, and Spencer was like, no, I didn't talk a whole lot. You know, we just went out there and played. And in my mind, I was like, dude, these teams were too
0: dang good not to be talking yeah, to each other. Too competitive. There had to be something going on.
2: I would talk to Spencer all the time. I would talk trash to him all the time. <laughs> uh, but I was the punk freshman that didn't know anything, which was true. I was just out there, you know, and no cares in the world. But yeah, I mean, as it as it went, as my I mean, we couldn't get a word out of Jared Quayle. He would never talk. <laughs> you know,
0: not the first time I heard that.
2: Yeah, Gary and I had to soften up Jared. So Jared's the guy that doesn't want to touch anybody. He wants to stay in his bubble. Doesn't you know? Doesn't not a huge talker. So Gary and I would would corner him in the elevator and, and give him a lap dance or something. He would, he would lose his head.
1: <laughs> hey Ty, I gotta ask you. You're again. You, you're, you went from a you know punk kid freshman to an All American. If you had to put your starting five together of the best Aggie basketball players to go win a game, who would you have in the starting five?
2: Oh, that's tough. So. I would probably, so I, I, the guys before me are hard because they were, I mean, I don't want to disrespect them, No, um, but I would put, I would probably, I would definitely have Gary as my five man, me as the four, um, JC's got to be in there as a the shooting guard, uh, Tony Brown was a, was ridiculous, and, and I played with him a couple times mm. just in some practices, he was an unreal point guard, so I'd probably take him or Jared Quayle at the one, and then at the three, um, I'd take Tyler Newbold. And, I, and the reason is he would play the best defense on the best guy and he wouldn't have to take a lot of shots because there wouldn't be a lot of shots left over after he got
0: <laughs> His touches would be limited, yes.
2: Yeah, for sure. You know, That's we, awesome. We'd be, we'd fight, me, Gary, and JC would probably be fighting over the ball.
0: <laughs> uh, hey, Ty, so what Uh, your, your – professional basketball career is it still going on or have you uh hung up the jersey and moved on to other things now
2: well i mean my, my city league team pays me for like wendy's if i come out and play with them so <laughs> might crawl, i guess but um no we retired from professional basketball in 2020 with covid i had it was sad because i had two more years on my contract but covid hit and we just had our third baby and we decided to hang it up my wife and i and, so, um, not, not nothing really professional. I could still play for the Guam national team here and there. Um, but, yeah, basketball, my next phase I hope I get into is coaching because I'd like to coach basketball. I'd like to teach some kids some, some post moves, get some guys on the block and, and help them. Ty, if I set
1: up an alumni game, would you play? Yeah, I'd play as long as I
2: could uh, talk some trash. Well, that's the only reason why I'm just and... –
1: yeah, I'm just setting it up so I can watch courtside and watch you guys talk smack to each other. And I've already got six guys who have told me yes. So, and I think five of the six, you probably embarrassed a little bit on on your own time. So I think you I think you enjoy it.
2: That, this is the problem, man. So like, you have this legacy where you're like, oh, you were pretty good back in your day, but then you go play and you're like, man, you're terrible. These guys are just destroying me. So then it's like, the more I play, the, the more my legacy gets it's like knocked down a few pegs so I'm like maybe I should hide out and not play basketball ever again (laughs) Who would think that was pretty good
1: who would hurt more from the alumni game you or Gary Wilkinson Gary for sure
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're a little more basketball shape (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh yeah. gary you're one of the best man i uh not gary sorry now i got gary in my head ty you are one of the best no doubt all american um and you had a heck of a career with the aggies man it has been a it was a blast to watch you play and i can't i can't uh, congratulate you enough for the incredible honor you're about to get here this weekend I wish you the very best in it
0: thanks guys i appreciate that appreciate the call yeah ty wesley absolutely deserving for uh, being inducted oh, into no the uh, Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame. I
1: play. am so angry I didn't get to go to those practices, though. I would do anything, anything. <laughs> and I've got six guys, and well, now I've got seven in the alumni game. So if I get that to happen, mm, mm, mm
0: yummy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, Ty. Appreciate it. Thanks, Ty. All right,
2: have a good one, guys.